Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I, that was my first time hearing this song. That was really smooth. Um, so that was you by Jermaine Adali. If you don't have that in your podcast, li- podcast list, you should add it. If you're on Facebook or YouTube and you didn't hear it or Instagram, you should get join it. <laughs> good morning. Welcome, 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 welcome. feel like I should sing good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. It is 5 a.m. in the morning and we are in this thing and I am going to say good morning to you. Do you know, I just wake up in a good mood. Um, and I remember a time or period in my life when I did not. And now I just wake up, like my t-shirt says today, blessed. I wake up feeling blessed. Um, and it's not predicated on anything. It's not predicated on absolutely anything it's predicated with the exception of how good our father is my god how good he has been to me how faithful he is just how wonderful he is i have learned to be content in all things i have just learned to count it all joy i have learned to be consumed in his presence and to let him be my present help even when things seem crazy or overwhelmed or consumed i just wake up feeling good i just wake up like it's a good day it's a great day it's it's a i plead the blood of jesus over this day over my children over my homes over my grandsons no weapon formed against us shall prosper no demon no devil in hell shall come near our dwelling I plead the blood of Jesus over the studio when I'm on my way, over JC, over the rest of the programs for the day. Like, I just set my mind on victory and that we are going to win today, no matter what the situation looks like. And so I'm just not, I'm just not giving it. Because here's the thing that I figured out. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It, it, I can sit around, I can mope, I can whine, I can complain, I can talk about how bad this day is, I can talk about my current situation, what someone is not doing, but I'm just sowing negative seeds and it's not going to manifest anything. Focusing on anything negative is not going to manifest absolutely anything but negative results. So I've just made a decision to focus on positive things and positive results and put positive things out in the atmosphere and just speak to my environment and I declare, I mean, and I declare things. What kind of things are you declaring over your life today? And I mean, declaring them for real, not haphazardly. Like what kind of things are you declaring on your, over your life today? Man, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm a lender and not a borrower. I am redeemed from every curse of the law. No sickness, no disease, no plague shall come near my dwelling. All my sons are walking in ministry. My those are what kind of things are you saying over the, your day, right? 
I, what kind of thing? I am well. It is well with me. I am healthy, whole, spirit, soul, and body, right? My gift is working for me. It is preparing room for me at the table. It is opening up doors that no man can shut. I am multiplying and increasing. I have favor on my life. Favor supersedes anything that this world tries to say. Favor positions me at the table. Favor causes, yeah, I'm a finisher. Favor causes policies, rules, and regulations to be reversed to my advantage. I am a finisher. I'm walking full of faith. I'm walking in the call on my life right? I was called to preach the gospel throughout the world. Doors are opening up for me. Countries are opening up to me. People will be saved, sanctified, and filled as a result of this ministry. I'm going to brag on God. You better get, you better get some confession. All my children are saved and walking in the Lord. All my sons, for those of them that are not married, you are preparing a wife for them. What are you saying over your life? What are you saying over your children's life? You got to get steadfast in your faith. I got to, come on now, what's connected to you? I got 100% tithers and seed sowers connected to my ministry. Everybody connected to my ministry sows. Everybody, come on now, people are giving into my life. The desires of my heart. What do you desire? Say those desires out loud. Stop holding. People won't. Well, I'm not going to say it because the, de the devil can't interfere with nothing that God has for you. He can't interfere. As a matter of fact, you better get bold. You better start talking to him. I have a debt-free life. My car is being paid off now. My car will be out of debt. I'm getting out of debt. My student loans are going to be canceled. You better start speaking to your circumstance. You better start using that creative power and force that's in you. People will tell you that's not real. Well, according to the word, he said, I'm going to be satisfied by the fruit of the lip, my lips. According to the word, he said, and if I'm in principle and in comfort and covenant with him, come on now. Come on now. This is a good day. I expect something good to happen to me today. I expect manifested blessings in my life. I expect miracles. I expect signs. I expect marvels. I expect wonders. I thank you that the Lord goes before me, that the angels are working on my behalf, bringing in my harvest from the north, south, east, and west. I want you to even be so bold this morning that you start talking about the salary that you want to see. This is how much income I want coming in my house. And don't limit yourself. God put you in a position so that you can give to the kingdom so that we can take care of this world, so we can do our work here, so we can get people saved, so that he can get the glory out of our lives. Speak to yourself. Speak to your atmosphere. Speak to your situation. If your body isn't lined up, you talk to your body. I am healthy, healed, and whole body. You line up every fiber, every tissue, and cell. Cancel the curse of the enemy. If cancer has been trying to plague your life, cancel curse. I cancel the assignment of cancer off my kidneys, off my lungs, off my tissues, off my ovaries. You cancel the assignment of the enemy. You have authority over him. He doesn't have authority over you. You better get your power back today. You better get your power back today. You better know who your God is. You better know who you serve. You better know who has the final say-so and the final authority. You better get your gangster back. You better start talking to your atmosphere. You better speak over your marriage. You better get something in you that says, I won't quit. I am a finisher and I will not give up. 
You better make a decision today that I'm not giving in to the enemy. He doesn't get to keep stealing my stuff. Why? I'm a tither. The Lord said he's going to rebuke the devourer for my sake. So anytime it looks like the devourer comes in, you remind the enemy, absolutely not. Get your hands off my stuff. The tithe already took care of this. The God I serve has already put this in place for me. Talk to your environment. Stop sitting around there moping and moaning and thinking you ain't got no power and no authority and no control. You got more power and authority and control than you think. Speak to your circumstances. Speak to the people around you. Your marriage dysfunctional? Call it functional. Stop calling it dysfunctional. Command the enemy. Tell him to get his name off his stuff. My God, we thank you for victory. We call out your sister-in-law's name. We stand in agreement in faith that the hand of God is upon her life. That she will not give up and she will not give in and she will remain steadfast. We thank you, Alicia Walker. It's coming into the fullness of kingdom in her life. Yes, Latina, come on. There's nothing lacking, nothing broken, nothing missing. Cancer cannot return to you right. It cannot. It will not return. It cannot return. It is void. It is null. It doesn't belong in your body and your system. That is not God's will for my life. He came so that you could prosper and be in health as your soul is prospering. If your soul is prospering, then everything in the kingdom has to prosper as well. You better get some gangster in you. You better get some, some pushback in you. You better put get some pushback in you. You ain't got to beg. You know what the Lord reminded me of that? You don't have to beg. People be like, well, just cry out. That's good. You ain't got to beg or plead for nothing. You better know who your daddy is. You better assert yourself. Everybody teases me a lot um, and tell me, oh, you're a little spoiled. I'm like, I just know who my people are around me who love me. And, I, and I'm, I'm just walking in my fullness and my authority and my favor. God's going, yeah, come on, Gilly. Gilly. All your relationships will be stored and restored and mended, re mended today. Today, we're going to see a supernatural in those broken relationships today. We stand and agree with, with you in faith that your relationships be restored and mended today. Who else? What else? What are we standing and believing God for? You got you to gotta speak back. You got to speak a thing. You activate your atmosphere. You take authority in your atmosphere. You take The only reason the devil keeps punking you is because you keep letting him. <laughs> you keep letting him. He's real, but he don't have that much power. Hell, is, he don't have that much authority in your life. You've given him authority in some areas. Take your power back. Operate in kingdom principles. And see, ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. I'm going to show you all something in just a minute. Ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom, for everything. He's going to give you wisdom for everything you need. But don't be sitting around here letting your day be ruined and it's just 5 o'clock in the morning and you already got a messed up day. You already got a messed up day. We th I stand in agreement with you, Ebony, that you get loan forgiveness. That you, if you've already repented for taking out those student loans, that the God do something supernatural or he increase your income. He increase your income so that you can afford to pay it off. Come on, Tammy. I'm not going there with you today. No poverty. Yes. Wealthy, healthy, appointed, and anointed. Come on. Stand steadfast in that. And can I tell you something? If it doesn't look like it's working today, get up and say it again tomorrow. Or act like I do. Say it all day. I say it all day. I speak into my atmosphere all day. When the enemy starts coming in like a flood, trying to tell me absolutely anything, I just start speaking to my situation. You will fulfill your purpose. I will walk in my calling. 
I will reap and receive everything I need in this season and at this appointed time. Not later, not in heaven. I'm getting all my stuff today. Doors are being opened. New jobs. Can I tell y'all stuff that, that the Lord has been speaking over y'all? People are reporting and coming in, telling me about the reversals, telling me about the suddenlies, telling me about the checks in the mail. The word is working. He is working on your behalf. You cannot be in covenant. You cannot be a tither. You cannot be a seesaw. You cannot be operating in kingdom principles. And I'm about to prove that to you. The work of your hand is blessed. You cannot be working in your gifting, working in what you're supposed to be working, and it not produce a blessing or a harvest. It does not line up with the word. Some of y'all just going to have to get a hold of some crazy faith and be relentless. I got a word going out for my partners in ministry. Those that partner in tithe and so seen into the ministry. I got two words. The Lord gave and told me to send them two resources. And so I'm getting ready to send them two resources. I'm telling you, the word of God is manifested in so many ways. Come on now. Believe in the supernatural all day long. Yes, Helen. All day long. I expect to see God. I expect to see God. God's going to do something supernatural and big for me. Blow my mind. Knock my socks off. Do something. I thank him for it so that I can be a blessing to others. He knows if you're trying to get something for everybody else so I can be a blessing to those that I need to be the blessing. A check in the mail, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received. This is our time of overflow and I expect nothing else. This is my blessed time. The blessing in cases, the blessing that surrounds me. Don't y'all get me started. I love talking to blessed life. I want to do this real quick. Um, let, I ain't even prayed. Y'all done got me amped up. Father God, we thank you for the word today. I want to show you something real quick. We thank you, Father God, for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that only comes from on high. Open our mind to be able to receive what you have for us today. We will not be duped. We will not be beguiled. We will trust in your word. We will trust in your word. Holy Spirit, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight in Jesus' name. I need to just show you something about your word because I need you to understand something. You are not supposed to be broke. I don't know who told you that lie. I don't know who told you that lie. I don't know who told you that lie. I'm going to say it again. I don't know who told you that lie. You are not supposed to be broke. And if you are broke and some things are not happening the way that they're supposed to, there's probably some other things taking place. And the reason that I'm going to tell you not, and, and, and you're, somebody's going to say, well, the Bible speaks on the poor. Well, it does. But that is not supposed to be us. Those that are poor, I think, are those that cannot work for themselves and don't have the capability. You are some... Honest, hard work is something God seeks from all of us, but it's in faith, it's in faith, and it's not on us. And if we're doing the work that we're supposed to do, and we're doing the things that God calls us to do, we should not be broke. And if we're still broke after we're doing everything that God has called us to do, then we're out of order somewhere. And then you got to check yourself and ask God for the wisdom of what's going on. Either I don't know how to manage the money I have. And that's the excuse people always make when they're giving. I can't give because I don't have the money to give. Well, if you don't have the money to give, then, then there's some something out of order in your life. You are not supposed to be broke. <laughs> you are not supposed to be broke. You are not supposed to. Proverbs 18, 16. This is the scripture I want you to hold on today. It says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. And the, the I looked this up, the word gift, in the 1828 version, the Noah Webster Dictionary. And what the gift means here is 
your power. God is giving you gifts for his glory, right? He's giving you gifts for your glory. I don't care what the gift is. I don't want to care what the skill is. I don't care what the talent is. I don't care if you were called to be an entrepreneur. I don't care if you were called to work in administration. If you were called to work as a secretary, we all have gifts. We all have talents. He put it. God created you for his kingdom, your purpose for you to move forward. He has enabled you to be able to reach people that no one else can reach and he does this through your giftings he does this through your talents Romans 12 and 6 says having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us let us use them you need to understand your giftings also are very unique to you you cannot go and do what somebody else is supposed to do you cannot go and do what somebody else is supposed to do. You have a specific gift. You may think you're weird. You may think it's unpopular. You may think it's strange. But just like Gideon, God has a specific thing for you. The enemy of your soul wants you to think your gift is useless. The enemy of your soul wants you to think your gift is useless. The enemy of your soul wants you to think your gift doesn't work for you. The enemy of your soul wants you to think that that business risk you took, that thing that you made a decision to follow after God, full-time ministry, starting a radio station, uh, starting your own business, your entrepreneurship, opening your own nonprofit organization, going to med school. The enemy of your soul wants you to think that it's not working for you. He wants you to trick you. And the reason that he wants to trick you is because he wants you to get out of position because he knows if you're out of position then that's when you're not going to be fluid if you are out of position if you're not working in your area say for instance god called you to something else but you took another job just to satisfy your bills or whatever else is around you then you're out of position the enemy of your soul wants you out of position because he knows if you're out of position you're not going to walk into the fullness of what you're supposed to he wants you he knows if you're out of position then you're going to probably be in lack why? Because your gift is going to make room for you. Your gift and your gift is going to bring. Gift means power. Gift gives you power, influence in a particular area. That's what your gift means. So your gift is going to open up the door. But if you are working and doing everything that God is supposed has told you to do, you should not be broke. You should be able to give. Unless you are just selfish, your gift should be working for you. If it is not working for you, then you got to ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. Colossians 3 and 23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Psalms 90, 17 says, may the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Establish the work of our hands. If you are working with your hands, if you are in your gifting, or if you are in the area that God called you to be in, it's going, it's established. So if you're broke and you don't have enough and you think working a second job is the answer, I'm pretty much telling you it's not. What you got to figure out is, am I not working in my gifting? Am I not doing what God called me to do? The second thing you got to ask yourself is, am I poorly managing my resources? We're going to talk about debt next week, okay? Part of the problem is you took out student loans the Lord never told you to. You took out a mortgage on a house that you really weren't supposed to afford. And you're like, oh my gosh, but buying a house is better than renting. I, I don't know. The word tells us that you are a slave 
And you don't own the house until it pay, it's paid off. You are a slave to the lender, right? So you got to, there's some check systems in there. If you are working in your gift, then you should not be broke. You should not be impoverished. The Lord did not intend for you to be poor. He's not going to give you a gift and not make room for you and not produce. If your stuff is not producing, you got to ask some questions. Did I get involved in stuff? Am I spending poorly? Am I not restricting, restraining? Next thing you got to ask yourself is, am I walking in kingdom principles? Am I tithing? Am I sowing? Tithing and sowing, gift giving, we talked about that already this week, but tithing is not your option. <laughs> Tithing is not your option. You got to ask yourself, am I in kingdom principles? Am I cheating? Am I using dishonest scales? Am I reaping something I've sold and be real, real? Those are the things that are going to, those are the things that are going to keep your money from making sense. Am I doing those things? Am I not operating in kingdom principles where my finances? Am I out of order? Am I not in position? Am I not doing what God called me to do? And if you don't know what God called you to do, slow yourself down, get before God, and start asking him. There's something inside of you that gives you power, that gives you influence, and that's going to produce for you. If your work is not producing, then something is messed up in the kingdom. Proverbs 13, 4, a slugger's appetite is never filled, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. You cannot be diligent and not be fully satisfied. It doesn't line up with the word. It does not line up with the word. So if you're going to work every day and it's not producing and you stressed out and you overwhelmed and it's not making money, go back to the place of when this started and ask the Holy Spirit, where am I out of alignment? <laughs> Where am I out of alignment? And yes, the enemy will produce resistance. But even when the enemy is re producing resistance, ask again, where is something out of alignment? How is he getting in on this? Um, Philippians 4 and 3, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. So if you, whatever he's assigned you to, he's going to get, I don't even want to get, give you the capability of Colossians 3 and 24. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you're serving. Proverbs 12 and 24, diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. If you're going to work, giving it all you got, doing it unto Christ, it should be producing a harvest for you. If what you're doing is not producing a harvest for you, then go back and look at this thing and stop being afraid to look at this. You should not be broke. I'm going to say it again. You should not be broke. You should not be broke. But if you're overextended, if you have debt that God never intended you, if you got a car note that God never intended you have, you should not be stretched thin. Those things do not come from God. Those things do not come from God. So you need to ask the Lord to show you what it is. Genesis 2 and 3. Then God blessed us the seventh day and made it holy. Because on it, he rested from all the work. You should be able to take a Sabbath. If you can't rest, if you can't take a, a few days break because you feel like it's on you and you just got to keep working, then you're not trusting in God and you're not in faith. Luke 1 and 37. For no word from God will ever fail. <laughs> Can I say that again? For no word from God will ever fail. If God sent you to a place, if he gave you an idea, if he gave you a business, if he told you to walk in ministry full time, if he told you to take a job somewhere, some of us are working jobs that the Lord never told us to take. 
Places you ain't got no business being. Not working in your giftings. Not working in your calling. And so it's not producing. If you are out of order, it will only produce a specific. So if you are broke, it's, it, it, you can speak it. But if you are broke, it's a little bit more you got to do than this. It's a little bit more you got to do to this. It's a, you got to get in order. You got to get in order. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. He was talking to Jeremiah. We can apply this to our life. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. I'm talking about he was talking to Israel. And, and plans to give you a hope in the future. Proverbs 6, 10 and 12. A little sleep, a little slumber. A little folding of the hands. If your butt is lazy, it's going to produce the results of being lazy. Poverty will come to you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. A troublemaker and a villain who goes without a corrupt mouth. 2 Timothy 2.6, the hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Genesis 2.15, the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. You better know that. If your work is not producing, you need to start asking some questions. Lord, where am I out of order? What am I doing that I have no business doing? What's going on? Because I'm working. My gift is working. And if my things are working, then why is it not producing? Why is it not producing? If this is not producing in my life, where am I out of order? Am I not operating in kingdom principles? And y'all can keep playing games, playing like the tithe don't matter. Justifying that the tithe, the tithe means everything. Get off your ties. I'm tired of saying that. Get off your ties. Stop playing that mental game with yourself thinking you're not supposed to pay the tithe. You better give God his 10%. Actually, it all belongs to him. And he's only asking you for 10 back. He's only asking you for 10 back. That's not a church thing. That's a God thing. It blesses the rest of everything you ask. And then if you want to see kingdom happen, sow some seeds. Because you're going to reap whatever you sow. <laughs> you're going to reap whatever you sow. It's a principle to this. Proverbs 16, 3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Commit your life. Commit your giftings to him. Ask where it's off. You should not be broke. <laughs> I just gave you a scripture in the word saying everything that you put your hands to should be prospering. You should not be broke. And some of y'all, the Lord has told you to sow and sowing is your door of opportunity and you won't do it because you are mad about something or you've justified or you said, get before the Lord, ask him for wisdom and guidance where your finances are concerned. God cannot call you to a thing and it not produce. It does not add up. The enemy will have you thinking that that's your truth, and it's not your truth. It's not your truth. Your, what God called you to has to produce. That's what the word said. He's not going to call you to a thing, and it's not going to provide for you. It's not going to produce for you. That's, uh, that's just, that just does not line up with the word. So stop sitting around allowing the enemy to lie to you about your situation and have you thinking, Oh, this is the way that it is. Oh, this is just the way that it is. No, this ain't got no business being like this. And if the Lord told you to sacrifice something for him, I promise you it's coming back to you. I think it's Mark 10 for those of y'all that have been called into the gospel like I have. <laughs> it's Mark, um, I think it's Mark 10, 29 through 30. But what God says is if you give up what you give up for the gospel, if you make this decision, ain't no man that give up what he gives up for the gospel go not reap and receive what he needs to receive in this day and age. Why? 
Because if I ask you to give it up, I got to take care of you. I got to make sure you're okay. That, that's what he said. That's what was in his word. I'm looking for it right now. It says, Jesus replied, yes, I assured you that everyone who gives up house or brother or sister or mother or father or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property along with persecution. And in the world to come, the person will have eternal life. You can't go and do that. I'm just telling you. It, it, you can't. You cannot. So if the enemy been lying to you, he's been sitting around, you've been lazy, you've been doing what you're supposed to do. If you're operating in kingdom, it's got to produce for you. It's got to produce. And if it's not producing, get on your face before God and ask the Lord, what is going on around me? We dropped those scriptures for y'all. We dropped them below. Thank you, Jess. I know I was coming fast. Get before you and ask the Lord what's going on around you so that you can get connected to and figure out. You ain't got no business being broke. You ain't got no business not being given. And if you don't have enough beyond yourself or you don't even have enough for yourself, you're out of alignment. Your bills might be too high. Can I share? I'm going to share this with you. I was driving a Range Rover. I wanted this Range Rover with everything in me. Financed this Range Rover, got this car. Oh, every door got open, got excited, put this good down payment on this car, boom, boom, boom. A couple years later, started having all kinds of problems with this Range Rover. Lord told me to go get me a different car. When I went to go get this different car, people were like, you going from a Range Rover to a car? Yes. What happened to your Range Rover? One, it was not in my budget. It was costing me too much money. And I don't, and, and people were like, well, just believe God to take care of it. No, I'm going to be a good steward over what God gave me. But what, what I, how I got blessed and beyond was when I got rid of the Range Rover, the Range Rover had a 7.9% interest rate. My new car had a 1.9% interest rate. Two difference. So my payments made a huge difference and all the money was going to the principal versus the money going to interest. You got you to gotta know the wisdom of God. So even though it looked like to somebody else I was going backwards, I wasn't going backwards. I was going forward because I was going into the things of God. Now that my faith is to be debt free, God is showing me how to get out of debt. God is showing me how to get out of debt. You are not supposed to be broke. The devil has been lying to you. And if you're, you're not producing your business, your ministry, not where you're working, right, is not producing for you, then something is off in your kingdom. It is not because God is withholding from you. The scripture says, let me give you this. What good thing, the scripture says, the Lord says, what good thing, Matthew 10, 42. Jesus says, hold on. And whoever gives one of these little ones only a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, surely I say, he shall by no means. If you give, if you, your, if your gift is to give a cup of cold water and love to someone who's in need, you're advancing the kingdom of God. If you're not in position, then that could be your problem. And then the Lord tells us there's no gift that he's going to withhold from us. God is not interested in you not having what you need because he needs to get some things in your hand so you can get it to other people. <laughs> Ask the Lord, where am I off? And stop letting things that justify to your flesh. See, this kingdom is spiritual. Man will start telling you, oh, you ain't got to give, you ain't got to sow. They lying to you. <laughs> They're lying to you. Practice stewardship. Be a good steward over that. Ask the Lord, what is off in my kingdom if what I'm working at is not producing and taking care of me and I can't give to anybody else? Because that's the biggest excuse. I don't have enough to give. 
Start with where you have and give anyway. Give a dollar. Everybody sow, just sow a dollar a week, sow a dollar a month to every ministry that God has put. But in his kingdom, God has a way and provision for you. But that's it. You got no business being broke. Your gift makes room for you and sets you before men. If you are in your gifting, it should open up every door for you. If you are not in your gifting, then that may be why doors are not open. If you're not operating in kingdom principles, if you're in sin, if you're sowing all these negative, ugly things, perhaps you're reaping. But if you ask the Holy Spirit, if you ask the Holy Spirit, he'll tell you, he'll tell you. Well, I, that's it. It's Friday. I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all so much. I got to get out of here. I'm about to enjoy the weekend. I'm about to enjoy the weekend. Get in alignment. And I got to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. The, the, the Holy Spirit told me one of the reasons some of y'all are not receiving what y'all need is because the Lord has asked y'all to sow. And y'all not sowing because you keep justifying and making excuses. And that seed is going to unlock whatever it is that needs to happen for you. And because you have been disobedient and not sowed according to what the Lord has told you to do, you're not reaping the harvest of what you need to reap. Your seed is opening up a door for you and it's scriptural. So do not, if the Lord, you know who you are. I don't know who this is for. You know who you are. You know what the Lord told you to do. You know who he told you to sow into. He, you know where you're supposed to be giving. You know who you're supposed to be giving a blessing. I don't care if it's your neighbor. Whatever it is he told you to sow, you need to go on and repent. You need to go on and sow what the Lord told you to sow. Go on and do what he asked you to do, right? There was a word from the Lord for somebody today. The reason this thing hasn't worked out is because you did not sow what the Lord asked you to sow. So the Lord gave you a specific thing to sow, and you may have partially sowed, or you may have justified why you can't sow. Do what God asked you to do, and watch it open up a door for you. I'm the living witness. I love y'all so much. I'll see y'all back here. When am I? Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.